player 2 has joined the game. Everybody, welcome to episode 166 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Show One. How we doing? Much better. We got new chairs. Yeah, you. Oh, oh no, <laughs> this is bad. Now we can do this. If you don't know what Sean's doing, and you couldn't tell by the loud, large, large, <laughs> lounge. the large, large, the Very loud lounge. sound. That uh, just happened when he hit the table. You should go to youtube.com slash two player co op where you will see the two player co op podcast. Damn it. Now, I haven't been drinking. Huh? Our old table would not have survived that. The old table would have collapsed. <laughs> that would have done it. Oh, go go check out our, our video we did on putting the legs on this thing. That was fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, two player co op podcast where just about every week, except for the next few weeks, two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you do go over to youtube.com slash two player co op, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, share the video with your friends and family and everyone in between. If you really like us, you can go over to patreon.com slash two player co op. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, you're messing it up now. Uh,. Just like our producers, Steve Appleton and Aunt Sue did, as well as our affiliates. <laughs> it's going to be funny every time. We love you, Aunt Sue. Logan Wilkinson and James Solar, as well as our two-player co-op partner, Matt Mitchell. And thank seriously, we got new chairs. These these aren't like Joe Rowe. I was showing Sean. I was showing Sean. Compared the, to what we had, it's like. Yeah, we don't have the Joe Rogan, like, you know, $800 saddle podcast chair things that he has. Um, but these are backs. Thank you. Our butts. Thank you. And yeah, we appreciate it. Um, and all your help. Uh, so yeah, thank you so much. Also, if you like merch, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two player co-op. We have a Twitch that we don't Twitch from, but if we do Twitch, it'll be at twitch.tv slash two player underscore co-op. Um, uh, excuse me. Uh, I got to ask you about that, but before I do, yeah. Uh, so we did a quick little update video, and uh, I put it up on uh, SoundCloud, too, just for our audio listeners in case you're not on YouTube. But I want to talk about here, too. The next few weeks are crazy. Uh, Sean's getting ready to go to a wedding and then go out of town on travel. Uh, not out of town, out of the country for a week. As soon as he gets back, I go out of the country for a week. Uh, we come back. Uh, so we're going to have no podcast those two weeks because there's just no way to do it. Um so this week, obviously, you're watching us on the podcast. It's going up a little bit later than normal, but here we are. Uh, next week, the week of the 20th, we will have a Let's Play that I've wanted to do for a very long time that I'm not going to say what it is, um, but I'm excited. To, I haven't filmed it yet. I'm probably going to do it here the next couple of days. Uh, and then the week of the 27th, Versus is going live, Castlevania versus Castlevania 3. I think it's awesome. I think we did a great job. I love our new presentation that we're doing with it. I think it looks top-notch. I would say so myself. I would say... That would even make Shuhei Yoshida happy. Thank you for liking my tweet, Shuhei. That's the coolest thing ever. Um, and then after that, so basically three weeks from now, we'll both be back in town together. We're going to do a podcast that week, and then Sean's leaving again to go on a cruise. So that week, the week of whatever, that'll be the 10th. I'll probably just do a solo podcast that week so we don't miss a week. Then Sean will be back, and then we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming. Did I hit it all? Same bat time, same bat channel. And he said bat, not bad. Bat, bat. man. Bat. bat. 
Um, so yeah, I just want to let you guys know. And, and again, if you're listening on audio services, you should go to youtube.com slash two player co-ops. So you can see that let's play that's coming up and you can see versus, and, uh, we should be putting up another poll for versus. I don't know when I'll put it up, probably the last week of this month, um, to decide next month's matchup. When is versus going up? You probably just said it. The week of the 27th. Uh, okay. Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Misa, you sir. Okay, sir. Um, Yeah. Also, we did put up a poll. Should we bring back Mario Mondays and finally do Mario 2? I don't even know if it's still up by the time you're seeing this podcast. Bottom line is I we're think gonna it should do be it. up. We're Regardless gonna do of what y'all say. We just want y'all to be happy for us. <laughs> Whatever. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> we want y'all to be happy for us. What am I talking about? Uh, uh, 86% so far are saying yes, and 14% are saying no. With one day and 17 Screw hours you, left. 14%. Yeah, so whoever that one dude is... We've only had seven votes. You're like, whatever. Y'all are going to do it anyways. <laughs> Why do you care what we think? <laughs> uh, so that'll be fun. Um, we'll, we'll probably start doing that once things calm down with all the travel and stuff. But I cannot remember. The last time I played and beat Mario 2, not the last time I played, but the last time I beat it was probably when we were kids. Oh, for sure. I haven't beaten it since then. Yeah, so I think it'll be fun. A nice blast from the past. I'm excited about that. We've also got an idea for another Let's Play series. Not really Mario Mondays. Now, are we going original or all-stars? Original, because we just do it on the NES Classic. Okay. Yeah. We did have an idea for another Let's Play series. I think it would be fun. Not really Mario Mondays, but it might be Shovel Mondays or something like that. I can't imagine. <laughs> I don't know what that would be, <laughs> Kevin. Uh, but, yeah, if you would like to see us do that, maybe in, I don't know, co-op Shovel Mondays or something, just let us know. Uh, we so do you, Shovel Sundays. Yeah, I don't know. Or shovel Saturday. See, I've always wondered about shovel uploading stuff. Shut it. <laughs> about uploading stuff on the weekends. I just don't know if as many people watch. Because I know I watch YouTube when I'm just like, it's just like on in the background. I got my headphones in when I'm at work and stuff. But right. I'm not everybody. So if you guys want us to upload stuff on the weekends, we could do Shovel Shundays. <laughs> um, I really just wanted you to spit that out. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have a coffee story? I have a coffee story. Let me hear it. So... We're recording a little later tonight. I feel like I'm just always tired, like Post Malone. I need to get the tats. I don't even know what that is. He's got always tired, Are tattooed under his serious? eyes. Are you serious? Well, maybe if he got some more sleep, he would be feeling better now, better now. <laughs> so I wanted to have some coffee, or more specifically espresso, to bring over. So this is the co- this coffee story just occurred? This just occurred. Okay. Hot off the press. Oh, hot God. Off the hot off coffee of press. Lap? Is this why you're wearing sweatpants? No. Oh, okay. I'm wearing sweatpants because I wanted to get out of work clothes and slip yeah. into something a little more comfortable. Ooh. Um, so I wanted coffee, espresso, whatever, a latte, cappuccino. You wanted a latte coffee? <laughs> a latte coffee? Um, it didn't so work. I have a new I coffee tried. espresso maker thing. Really nice. Spare no expense. Um, it's got a little milk chamber thing that you pop it. You can just keep it in the fridge. When you want to use it, you pop it out. Yeah, pop it in, froths it, whatever. There's a little spout that you just you pop out, you put it into your mug, it brews the espresso, brews the milk, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> Frosts the milk, brews the milk. It puts the lotion on. So, got my nice little arm here. This one, not this one, this one. And because my Siri reminded me, grab the mm-hmm. arm. So I'm like, oh, crap, it's almost time to go. So I went ahead, got the coffee started, hit the go button, ran upstairs to get this off my my desk upstairs, come back down. For the second time, this is not the first time I've done it. The second time now, 
I don't know why if there's any quality engineers listening to this, this should have been pokey yoked. Um, Pokemon. <laughs> the second time now, I have hit it. It was worse this time, and I forgot to put the little spout out. So it just it was like frothing the milk and just going not in my mug and just went everywhere. There's so many little like catch basins in this thing that they're all full of milk. I got to take them all out. There's like grates on top of them that I had to clean. It got like under it. It was just just milk everywhere. <laughs> And milk's not the kind of thing you can just do a, a half-butt job of cleaning up. You got to get it all. And I was just so annoyed. And the funny thing is... And now you're never drinking coffee again. The funny thing is, I was just so annoyed. And I'm just, whatever. And I got my coffee. I finally I cleaned up. I made it the way I wanted. And then just packed up and left. That's the end of the coffee story, but it just made me think of something else. I'm on my way over here, and I'm like, you colossal idiot. You forgot the arm. I didn't forget the arm, but I realized I left at like 8.20. And then I'm like, wait, Kevin said 8.45, not 8.30. I'm like, oh, God. So I'm like, I guess I'll just find somewhere to pull over, whatever. And then I happen to check my phone and I see that you texted, hey, we're heading out now. 8.30 should be fine. I'm like, oh, thank God. Things <laughs> are looking up. So I just, yourself. I mean, yeah, I was already heading over here before I realized you said 8.30 would work. So that's how my last about hour of my life has been. The lowest of the lows and highest of the highs. So is that a band lowest of the low? All time low? No, I think it's like. Oh man, that that I just had flashbacks to like some of the Canadian bands I used to listen to in college. I wonder if that was one of them. Really? Could be. Um, oh, this chair is so much more comfortable. Do you agree? Mhm. Without just sitting on a piece of metal. Oh, it's so nice. With with a little bit of at least this has a little more cushion for yeah. my tushion. Um, <laughs> just a quick little note here. A lot of people are thinking something might happen with the PlayStation 5 if it happens before this post. Sorry, but like Herman Holst and Shuhei are both in San Francisco. So everybody's like, hmm. But, like, no, nothing. They're, they're going to, when it's time to reveal this thing. They will make such a spectacle out yes. of it. Yeah, they're they not will, just they will invite all the media. It'll be probably in February and whatever. So, yeah. Um, but another thing I want to do before we get into what we've been playing and all the news and the, the thingamajiggies is, Sony, thank you for doing this, just like Nintendo did this as well. Sony today published their year-in-review website. Well, they're calling it their PlayStation 2019 wrap-up. See how you scored over the last year. So, of course, we're going to go through that now just like we did with the Switch. Um, if Xbox does it, spoiler alert, we both played nothing. Sean, how many different games did you play this year? Uh, 19. And now that I'm doing this, I kind of want to compare because I want to see what my Switch was. I played 36 games. 15. I played more on the PlayStation, probably because of PS Plus, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, 15 on the Switch, 19 on PlayStation. Wait, how many did you play? 36. Holy crap. That must have been like 
Was there any Let's Plays that we just did? Well, like I played Shovel Knight this year. You might not have played it because I played. Oh, I wonder if King of Cards. No, that'll just count as Shovel Knight because it's played all it the at same some point. Pattern. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, I played 36 games. What were your top three games in terms of hours played? Mine's hilarious. Mine is quite quite the collection. So, number one, no surprise, Bloodstained. Number two. How many hours was it to get the plat? 41. Wow. Okay. Narrowly edging out. This is kind of funny, but, I mean, it, it makes sense. Number two, with 39 hours... Kingdom Hearts HD one and a half, two and a half remix. That's because I played through all of one <coughs> and started part two, of two and, said and only got probably halfway through two, but right. that was thirty nine hours. Number three, this is intriguing to me, and I can't figure it out unless something later on is wrong. Number three, eighteen hours. Spider-Man. I was going to say Spider-Man because you went back and what's it? This, when the hell did that come out? This is 20 A year and a half ago, almost. I mean, year 16 months ago. Because you did start a new playthrough of it. The thing is, I'll jump ahead a little bit. It says I only got one Platinum. I don't think I've played Spider-Man since I got the Platinum. So if I played 18 hours in 2019, I that's sworn. when I got the Platinum. No, because you got your Platinum in Bloodstain. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think that's wrong. Oh. Once I got the Platinum, I certainly didn't play another 18 hours in Spider-Man. I played, yeah, that's if true. anything, like one, maybe. Did Brittany play it? No. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's, that's kind of well strange I, to me. I have a bone to pick with my top games as well. Guess what my number one game was? Mm, oh, uh, that's Stranding. Number one, apparently. Call of Duty? Fortnite. Oh. <laughs> My freaking kids. 58 hours. Oh, that's not as bad as I would have thought it would but be. But this isn't going to make... I'll come back to it when we get back to another part of the stats that this doesn't This doesn't make sense either, and I'll get to it later. Number two is Death Stranding, 45 hours. Okay. And that's about 10 hours after I beat it. Eight to 10 hours after I beat it, which is about what I thought, because I think I beat it around 37, something like that. So that makes sense. Number three, Bloodstained, 22. Okay. So you're halfway to the plot. I mean, in time, <laughs> not in... <laughs> Not in grind. Did time and gr- no? They don't grind. They don't grind. <laughs> don't grind. <laughs> this not Chimkin. Sean, what was your top genre? Uh, I assume it's the same. It's pretty broad. Action adventure. Yeah. Uh, how many games, trophies, and hours? Eleven. You. Fourteen. Uh, Ninety-six. You probably got like two hundred. Seventy-four. Oh. Well, you I got, played more trophy-heavy games than you or something. Well, you got... I, I don't know that I even have half the trophies in Bloodstained. So right there, yeah. since you got that platinum. It could be. Uh, for 102 hours. 161. Wow. Because I got... That's but funny, they, though. So I, Death Straining, I assume they consider an action adventure. Yeah. It's not really, but... And I played 45 hours of that. And I think I'm at around two-thirds of the trophies... Something like that, 67% to 70% somewhere in there. Um, but yeah, it's weird that I don't have... You've got way more trophies than me. Yeah. How many total hours of gameplay did you clock in, Sean? 212. 385. <laughs> now, apparently, 58 of that is Fortnite, which my kids mostly play... No, I mean, I guess throughout the whole year, because a lot of Saturdays, like, no would get on the Xbox, Nick would get on... 
the PlayStation and then they, you know, just do creative together and just do like 1v1 matches for an hour or two. So that 1v1 can, me, bro. That can add up, I guess, but that seems like it's too many hours. I sure as heck didn't play it. Uh, throughout the year, you played on how many days, Sean? 66. It seems very low. 154. <laughs> Holy crap. So like every, almost every other day, well, not really, probably three days a week. But yeah. you got to think. So you I play played about three days. So you played probably every Saturday and Sunday and probably Friday. But you got to think too. Like like Death Stranding, I played it every day for probably three weeks after it came out. So that's yeah. twenty one days right there. Bloodstained, I probably played that every day. You played Bloodstained every day. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, how many hours? What, what was your breakdown of hours and stuff there? Well, I had oh, wait where do you go throughout right the year you played and then hours. 212 total, 209 locally, a whopping three online. <laughs> this is what I don't understand. I've played, out of my 385, 372 were local, 13 were online. But I played Fortnite for 58 hours. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make any sense. Unless... Mine sounds about right. Because even if they're playing against, they're still getting online. I don't know. I don't get it. And then I played, uh, what was your longest gaming streak? Five hours. Six. Mine, well, no, I was just seeing, because yours doesn't even, does yours even mention PSVR? Yes, yeah, it's zero. Okay, yeah, mine's six. I don't know if it would even say it on yours since you had zero, obviously. Your prime time to play is what days? What day? Sunday evening. High five. That's kind of shocking because, I mean, I guess football is only a few months out of the year, but. I'm not usually playing games Sunday evening, but I guess when it's not football, then yeah, I probably am. But, but normally we're podcasting on Sundays. That That's what was correct. confusing to me because like, hmm, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Unless, yeah, I don't know. That is weird. So how many trophies did you earn, Sean? 158. 259. Which is odd because earlier. Yeah. Action Adventure, you had way more trophies. I don't get it. Oh, this does say two Platinums. I could have sworn it said one. Okay, well, okay, then, well, then, it, makes well sense. then it makes sense. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. So what was your bronze, silver, gold, plat breakdown? 112, 32, 12, 2. 188, 28, 39. So more golds than silvers. How is that even possible? That's bad design. It is. And four Platinums. That's so it? This, yeah, because this I didn't go crazy with all the cheap Platinums. That was the wow. last year. Yeah, with the and you're trying to get what like eighteen? I need eighteen this year to get to fifty. But I've got a list of easy. I'm gonna get there. What I really think I want to do is have number fifty be Metal Gear Solid three on Vita because I think it was my twenty fifth, and then it would be cool to also have it be my fiftieth. Yeah. So uh, I downloaded eighteen free PS4 games through PS Plus. Which Five. is just like whatever. Like, does that actually mean adding them to your library or actually downloading them? I think it's them? downloading them because I only right. had five. And yeah. I definitely added, added more probably at least 10 or 12, but I haven't downloaded them. What was your digital savings through PS Plus? I don't even think I have that on here. Oh, it doesn't say it under monthly free games? I saved $7 all year. But I don't normally buy digital games. I buy them physical if I can. So I, I guess it makes sense that I only save $7. But Weird. Maybe I didn't save that one. My top played game online, again, this makes no sense with the Fortnite stuff, was GTA Five with 11 hours. 
minus GTA 5. So how the hell... All three of my hours online were that. How the hell did I play 58 hours of Fortnite? And my most played online game was GTA with 11. Yeah. I don't know. Something Something doesn't make sense. At at some point, I need to go back... uh, I need to go back and look up all my... uh, my GTA stats again to see what I'm up to now. And then I think that's the end. Oh, yeah. My title is... Oh, they stole us. They say, thank you for playing. Your 2019 title is Action Hero. Same. And I got this weird, like, who... They're like, ooh, and you can yeah. get... The, like, what do I want Why, why would I... <laughs> my icon is the platinum for getting... The, is the thing you get for getting the platinum in God of War. I'm going to keep that. Thank you very much. So that was our year in review. Hit us up with what yours is if you're a PlayStationer. Sean, yes. what have you been playing this week? I have not played Death Stranding. You're killing me! I have also not played Octopath. You ain't going to play it for a long time then because you're about to be gone for a week and a half. Play what? Death. Oh, well, I was going to say, I could play Octopath. Yes, you should. That that would be perfect for the flight and stuff. It seems like that would be a It fun... is getting slightly repetitive now, okay. which I was kind of afraid of. I was going full on, and then I'm just like, okay, I feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over again, so I haven't played that in about a week. What I did play, against my better judgment, or not really, whatever, I... Started over in Bloodstain, Bloodborne. Oh my gosh! You started over. Started over. It's not. It's simultaneously not as. Ho- I think I got cocky, because mm-hmm. in the beginning I'm like, "Hey, I'm doing pretty well." I died. So if you remember, when you start, you basically have to. Die. You have to because you don't even have a weapon, and you fight that the creature that's inside in like the Yosefka's clinic or whatever yeah. it is, and then you get the cutscene. You come back. Now you're alive. I made it all the way to blood, not bloodstained beast, blood starved beast. Yeah, but you not got bloodstained on the mind like crazy. <laughs> but not even him. What's it called? The cleric beast. Oh, the big wolf. I yeah, always yeah. think it's what. What is the blood starved beast? It's a later boss because that's what I always call him. And I, yeah, okay. So I made it to him, which you also have to do just to die, so you can start uh, leveling up. Oh, that's when you go to okay. So I made it all the way to him first try. Then I had to die. Um. I so I beat Cleric Beast eventually. Is that my saying? Why does that not sound right? No, Cleric that's right. Beast? Okay, yeah. I'm thinking it's Cleric something. Else. But yeah, I guess it's Cleric Beast. Um, messed around a bit, leveled up. Um, I had to call in some help with the old ring bell. Yeah, the bell thing to beat uh, Father Gaskione, Gaskione. <laughs> whatever we call him. What the hell is his name? It's something like that. But I can it's like Gaston. Yeah, something. that's definitely not how it's pronounced. I beat him in our Let's Play thing without any. I help. beat him the first time I got to him. Now maybe I was more leveled up when I got. Yeah, to him, that's. But true. like I, I mean, I didn't smoke him, but I beat him on my first try. This time I played twice. I'm like, why am I j- just ring the bell, call some help in, and this guy that showed up <laughs> took him out in like four hits. Like he just destroyed him. Um. So now I'm in the what do you call it? Uh, cathedral ward. Yeah. And with the big lumbering guys. Yeah. yeah. So I'm most of the way through that. I'm now to the part. Did where you go you, down into the sewers with the giant rats and stuff? Yeah. That part was not as bad as I remember. Okay. Um, Cathedral ward. I'm now struggling to get out of because. So I went to old Yarnum, mm-hmm. 
but I, I looked it up online. They're like, this is an optional thing. And I remember that's where the guy's like up on the roof and he's like sniping you basically. Oh, and I finally beat him on my original playthrough and I got like nothing for it. I'm like, okay. well, this is stupid. So I wasn't messing with that yet. I'm trying to get to Gosh, um, about that. Hemwick Charnel. Ch- Hemwick Charnel Lane, something like that. It's this like is further than I got, so I've no you idea. never made it there. I don't think so. So I I've got died. as far as we got in our playthrough. I've died several times trying to get there. One time I had like eighteen thousand blood echoes and I lost them. So I'm like, I gotta go get them back. I didn't get them back, so now they're well, gone. Screw it. And then that's when I was like, okay, I'm done for now. So <laughs> I, I stopped. But this game is so much fun. It's like. It's frustrating, but it's so much fun. Like, I don't even care how difficult it is. That's somehow just, like, part of its charm. I don't know. It's really weird. And I, in my mind, I'm I'm in the right mindset. I'm in good spirits. I'm like, I want to beat this game. I feel like last time I screwed up with my leveling up, so I'm going to make right. sure to not do that this time. I think I have been starting to get a little big for my britches, and I'm trying to move ahead probably before I should, and I need to just relax and just level up a bit more. This game is so much fun. I love it. Um, I love that the first three Let's Plays we did in that series, I, we were just using R2. Just well, that's how attacks. I play now. Really? I use the axe, and I hit L1, so he goes, yeah, so he gets the big axe. That's 90% of the attacks I okay. do. I hold R2 because he just, he, ka-ching, and then he goes, two big like rotations okay. and like everything but like the really big enemies as long as you hit them with both hits like it knocks them out so it's like i wait for them to start coming at me and i just try to time it right so that they keep coming at me you as it's whack, charging whack. and then boom take them out so i don't know it's it's a lot of fun i went from being like this game isn't as bad as i remember i mean you know isn't as hard as i remember to this game is exactly <laughs> yeah. how i remembered but oh god, it's so much fun! I really want to beat this game. That should have been a, a gaming resolution for me this year: is beat, beat Bloodborne. Bloodborne. I don't know that I will, because I'm thinking of some of the later bosses. And but again, it's the kind of game where it's like just grind, right? Just take the time, go kill a bunch of enemies, and level up. If you can't beat the boss, go kill a bunch of enemies, get stronger, try again. If you still can't, kill a bunch more, and like. So there's no reason I can't beat this game. It's if I want to invest that much time in it. But, right. But it's so much fun. Other than that, I've played some uh, just Mario Maker and stuff. I almost... Oh, because I saw it on Twitter today. I was about... Before I came over, I was about to start something else. And then I just started playing Mario Maker. Breath of Wild. Close, kind of. I kind of want to just just because I want to play through Zelda 2. The hell's wrong with you? That game sucks. I, it doesn't suck. It's so different from like Zelda what we know, but name it's not a, worse, a bad game. Name a worse non-touchscreen Zelda game. Worst non uh all those 3 uh CDI games or whatever. Those aren't <laughs> real. <laughs> but yes, they are worse. I will say that. Um, I like that I can Four Swords Adventure. Did you ever play that? No. Okay. That actually, again, like if we had game, if we were a little bit younger and we had a GameCube and we could like each of us be a link, like I think that would be actually kind of fun. That probably would be fun. Yeah. But that's, I feel like somebody could take that engine, if you even want to call it that. I feel like somebody who should be like, I'm going to make not a Zelda game, but I just come up with my own thing. 
put it in a modern day, like better graphics, Zelda 2 type engine, like I think that's a good game. It gets really, like the last level is almost impossible. I'm going to have to do like save state after save oh, state yeah. after save state after save state, save state to beat it. Were you, play, were you playing on Switch? Or? I was going to play it on the Switch, okay. yeah. So, but I didn't end up doing it. But I, I, that's another thing I might fire up on my trip just because. But I don't care. Don't at me. It's a good game. I like it. It's. But you're it's saying not this without having Zelda. played it again. No, but I've played through it a handful of times. I've never beaten it. I've beaten it, I think, just one time, and it was with lots of yeah. saving. Like, the last level is just, like, impossible. It's ridiculous. The level, the difficulty goes up to, like, level 11. Well, that's as far as I got, and I, re- like, when we had it on the NES, we ran out of keys somehow. I, I remember, remember that, but I don't. We, we probably asked, didn't. We probably didn't. But like <laughs> our cousin Jason, we were asking him to help us. And like I can. There's remember like that. the spider thing that I think you need the whistle, the flute to play to make him go away. Okay. Actually, no. I think we got past that. But I remember that stuck that sticks in my head for some reason as like we got there and couldn't get past it. But I feel like we've been past that part. But I remember the whole thing about running out of keys. Like we had a key, and we yeah. used it in the wrong dungeon, and then that screwed everything up to where we couldn't get keys that we needed or something but i don't know but that's it that's what i've been playing oh i did get a new i got a new charger because my 3ds wasn't charging and i was worried that it was dead it was just a charger thank god that's good so i'm gonna be when i go on my trip and bring the 3ds i'm gonna play once again link between worlds just because it's comfort food and when i've got an eight hour flight i don't think i can beat it you can't beat it in eight hours but like my flight leaves chicago at four I get to London at midnight, which is 6 a.m. there, so I'm screwed because I'm not falling asleep on the airplane, especially if it's only if I only have to stay until midnight. I mean, that's old. I mean, that's late for an old guy like me. Yeah. But then I'm like, it's going to be 6 a.m. I'm like, well, I got another like 14 hours before I can realistically go to bed because I'm sure we're all going to go to dinner that night. Uh, and I don't think I can get in the hotel till three. <laughs> So I'm going to call that week and see if I can get in, if I can get like an early check-in. I don't know if they do that in London. Because uh, one of the other guys on the team was like, hey, well, I mean, the office opens at 730. I was like, I'm not going to the office because I'm just going to be worthless. So I'm what no I'm sleep. doing, now granted, Allison told me I could because I was in a similar situation. I land in Zurich at 8 in the morning. She said, just have the hotel for the night before too. Let them know you're not going to be there till the following morning, but make sure they know oh. that so that they don't just think you're a no-show and give up your room. She's like, I do that all the time. Remind me to see if I can get one night early on the hotel so I can take a nap at 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to remind one me moment. at 8 a.m.? At 8 a.m.? Okay, yeah. See if I can get one night early on the hotel so I can take a nap. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. That's so. good thinking. I should ask. I'll ask Chris that because Chris, who's the desktop manager in the UK, he like pre-booked all the We just pay for it when we leave. He like pre-booked it for us. So I'll see if I can get a night early. That's, that's, I like that. Just make sure whoever's booking it puts on like the notes like, hey, or whatever. he ain't going like, to be here. He's going to be there the following morning. And he's going to need He's not name. a no-show. Yeah. Keep the room. Because yeah, it's yeah. either that or I'm just going to hang out at the airport for a while and just like get breakfast and probably fire up the laptop and do a little bit of work and stuff. And then just be like, I don't know, 
because Patrick was like, do you want to go like sightseeing? I was like, I'm going to have my luggage. Like, yeah, I mean, we could go to the, the hotel worst. and drop the luggage off. But then I'm like, once you're at the hotel, you're like, I'm just I'm not going to want to go back. Out. I'm just going to go to the hotel bar. <laughs> I'm just get Bloody Marys or something. Something to keep me awake. That won't keep me awake. Um, but anyways, what have I been playing this week? Uh, not much. It's just been busy. Um, it's just been busy. I don't know why. Between Well, basketball, gymnastics. I was out of town this weekend with a gymnastics meet for Nick. Uh, today was Noah's birthday. Yesterday was the national championship. Sunday when I got back was football. Like I just haven't had really time to play, but I did play concrete genie a little bit more. I still really like it. Uh, there's only three zones that you have to light up and I've done the first two like big areas where you remember how I said you got to light up the lights and stuff to drive out the darkness. But I think there's more stuff after that and you're starting to get more of the story. Like when these bullies come up at you and, you know, they get a hold of you. Sometimes they get a hold of you and they grab like your magic paintbrush and you see a vision of what they've been through in their lives. Okay. It's really like, oh, it's, it's really good story. Like I said last week, I can see why I was nominated for games for impact and stuff. Uh, it's really good storytelling. Um, I'm going to beat it. I'm going to platinum it. Cause I know it's a relatively easy platinum. Um, they say you can platinum in like eight to 10 hours. So that'll be number 33 for me. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely beat it by the time we podcast next because that'll be like, well, I don't even know what it'll be, two and a half weeks from now. <laughs> yeah. Or three weeks. I don't even know what it is. Time's a flat circle. Uh, but I'm going to beat it. Hopefully I'll have it platinum by then. Um, and then uh, we'll get into this in a little bit, but we have a lot of time to go back and play games from our backlog. So we'll get into that here in a little bit. Also, that gives Sean time to actually play Death Stranding. <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. Sean, yes. would you like to get into the news of the week? I would. <sighs> this pisses me off. Sony is skipping E3 again. This comes from GamesIndustry.biz. PlayStation will miss E3 for a second year in a row. The firm told GamesIndustry.biz that it does not feel the vision for the poo. <laughs> you son of a... <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy? <laughs> I was like, why is he turning to look at me right now? The vision for the poop? <laughs> I don't even remember what it said. The vision for, for the, the, the event, I think. Event is right for what it has <laughs> planned for this year. This this is now see, I know now I know why you wanted your keyboard. <laughs> Instead it will attend, quote, hundreds of consumer events to showcase upcoming games for PS4 and 5. Quote, all the, after throwing I'm so scared to read this now. Is there any more? <laughs> There's no more poop. <laughs> After thorough evaluation, SIE has decided not to participate in E3 2020, said a Sony Interactive Entertainment spokesperson. We have a great respect for the ESA. I call BS on that. As an organization, but we do not feel the vision of E3 2020 is the right venue for what we are focused on this year. We will build upon our global event strategy in 2020 by participating in hundreds of consumer events across the globe. Our focus is on making sure fans feel part of the PlayStation family and have access to play their favorite content. We have a fantastic lineup of titles coming to PlayStation 4, and with the upcoming launch of PlayStation 5, we are truly looking forward to a year of celebration with our fans. End quote. PlayStation has used E3 as the place to unveil details of its next console since the very beginning, attending the first E3 in 95 to detail the original launch of the original PlayStation, I mean the launch of the original PlayStation. The company's success at E3 2013 was viewed as a major moment in the build-up to PS4, which resulted in Sony reclaiming its market leadership from Xbox. However, E3 organizers said that E... However... 
However, E3 organizer, the ESA, okay, has struggled to satisfy all its members who have been split over what... <sighs> the Grizzlies won! Yeah! Over what they want the show to be. Some publishers, such as EA and Sony, want to see E3 become a fan celebration of games, whereas others would rather the event remain an industry-focused affair. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The ESA did uh, issue a statement about Sony skipping. They said, quote, E3 is a signature event celebrating the video game industry and showcasing the people, brands, and innovations redefining entertainment loved by billions of people around the world. E3 2020 will be an exciting, high-energy show featuring new experiences, partners, exhibitor spaces, activations, and programming that will entertain new and veteran attendees alike. Exhibitor interest in our new activations is gaining the attention of brands that view E3 as a key opportunity to connect with video game fans worldwide. That seems really like passive aggressive and, and salty. Um, yeah, and then Xbox, of course, like five minutes later, tweeted, "Hey, can't wait to see you guys at E3," just like they did last year when Sony said they weren't going. Um, what do you think? I mean, I don't blame them. I think it's kind of a. <sighs> I don't know. It it kind of sucks because yes, even though you know they're going to do their own event at the same time, like during E3, it's somehow for me kind of cheapens the whole thing. Like we're still going to do E3 predictions and yeah. we're going to predict what Sony's going to do and whatever. We're going to treat it as if it's still E3. They're just not going to be at E3. So it's kind of for somebody that, has never been and probably at this point will never go to E3. I guess I don't really care. If I'm somebody that goes to E3 and looks forward to it every year, I'd probably be a little annoyed. But for me, where I'm just on the outside and I'm just looking for, hey, what's going to get announced? What do I care if they're at E3 or they're doing their own thing? Nintendo hasn't done it for years. They always knock their, their little events out of the park guess i don't really care but i can see people being upset about it it's just so weird when you've got the five launching this year like they said in that article like e3 2013 they dropped the mic on xbox oh yours is 500 dollars, and you have to have connect and you can't share games and it's drm and blah 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 like they wiped the floor with them and that's why they ended up selling more than double what xbox sold this generation it's just so weird that they're not going to do e3 and the funny thing is when they say, like, it's not the venue for what we want to do this year. Remember back when we started hearing the leaks about what E3 was going to be this year is all this cutainment stuff and folks yeah. like personalities and all this. And Sony's like, whatever. Now, if they end up doing like a 45 minute state of play or something, because I think a lot of people are starting to think, though, that the, the PlayStation 5 reveal event is going to be in February, just like it was for the four. To show the box, talk more about it and everything. So... But it's like they, what they did last time was they showed the box. I think they showed the box in February. They talked about it a little bit. And then E3 was when they blew out all the details. The price, teraflops, all that crap. But Sony's obviously taking a different path this time with these, you know, those two wired articles that we got. They're, they're, they're talking about when they were CES and they just said the same thing again, you know, SSD, no load times, blah, 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 saying the same stuff. So it's like they're, they're drip feeding stuff differently. I just, I don't, it makes me not as hype for E3. Like I was sitting here, I was like, you know, maybe it would be fun because I assumed they were going to be there. I was like, what the heck? Let's just live stream it and do our reactions live. 
But now I'm like, what am I going to do? Xbox? Like, I don't, no offense. Right. I just, I don't care about Xbox. Nintendo's going to be like a 25 minute, you know, direct, I'm sure. I'm like, I don't, don't want to watch Ubisoft, Ubisoft. You know, I don't know. It's just like E3. It's like, I don't care about E3 now. I care, I care infinitely more about what Sony's going to do and what Nintendo's going to do. Yeah. Which isn't even. Not part of E3. Like I'm just looking forward to June now. Yeah. I don't care about E3. I care nothing about E3 at this point, honestly. Yeah. I want to see what Nintendo and Sony are going to do at their events, and that's it. It sucks, and it, I really do think E3 is dying. Oh, I. Yeah. You know, absolutely. and it's like it's. I still love it. It's still like Christmas for nerds and stuff. It's just like you said, Nintendo hasn't been there in forever. They just do their directs and whatever. And now Sony two years in a row is just crazy. But I mean, the last time Sony was at E3, it was super weird. That was when they did The Last of Us where everybody was in the barn. And then it was like yeah. like a 10-minute intermission while they shuffled people to another thing. And then they're like playing the, the ukulele or whatever for the, the um, Ghost of Tsushima trail. It was just super weird. So it's not like I'm craving that. I'm craving like... The year before, E3 2016, which is still probably my favorite E3 ever with, with God of War and Death Stranding, and I forget what else was. I think we saw Spider-Man there, too. Like, that E3 was crazy. And I was hoping that's what this was going to be because, hello, we're getting the PlayStation 5 this year. Right. Oh, well. Next up, more details on Resident Evil 3. Uh, let's see. Scroll down. This comes from IGN. Capcom has revealed that Resident Evil 3 won't have multiple endings and has also outlined a bunch of other changes that remake the remake makes to the original game. In a new interview with official PlayStation Magazine, Capcom producer Peter Fabiano was asked if this year's reimagining of Resident Evil 3 will have multiple endings, to which he resoundingly replied, no. No. He does reveal, however, that Carlos Oliveira's role... Did you watch the trailer today? Yeah is being expanded as a playable character. Quote, Carlos will have his own interesting section to play through, said Fabiano. Carlos is a mercenary who works for Umbrella, but joins Jill to help her rescue people trapped in Raccoon City during the outbreak. The terrifying star of Resident Evil 3 is, of course, the nemesis. The nemesis. I don't like, I don't like that. His name is just Nemesis, Who has been tweaked to up the horror and make him on par for a modern horror game. Quote, we certainly took some elements that we learned from putting together Resident Evil 2's Tyrant, but Nemesis is his own brand of terror and a relentless pursuer who can use weapons. OPM reports the Nemesis that the... I don't like how they keep saying the Nemesis. Yeah. Because if you're capitalizing the N, you shouldn't have then it's, his pro, it's a proper noun. Then it's just Nemesis. Nemesis. Is able to wander freely around raccoons. Well, but it's the Undertaker. And you is the capitalized. T, the T is capitalized oh, too, though. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Around Resident Evil 3's Raccoon City, untethered, so you never know quite when he'll turn up. This differs from Resident Evil 2's Tyrant, who, while able to chase you with free, with fairly, free, with fairly freely, <laughs> what? That's not even me. While able to chase you with fairly freely around Raccoon City <laughs> Police Department, only showed up at scripted moments. That's not true. That's though. not true. Who is this idiot at IGN? I got it. I got it. IGN, y'all. Quote, Resident Evil 3 has more open spaces, and one of the things that makes... See, Nemesis. When you're talk, when Capcom's talking, they say Nemesis. IGN, what the hell? So frightening is that he's relentless, and you never know when or where he might show up, Fabiano added. 
Capcom has previously described Resident Evil 3 as more of a remix of the original game than Resident Evil 2 was to its 90s counterpart. The developer also promised that there will be no delays to its April 3rd release date. Also, there was a new trailer today. It was absolutely terrifying. It was the Nemesis trailer. It was really confusing because they called it Resident Evil 3 Nemesis trailer, and I was like, oh, they are calling it Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. (laughs) (laughs) No! I didn't do that on purpose. I can't believe they're not calling it Nemesis. Nemesis. (laughs) <laughs> I cannot believe I just did that again. That was not on purpose. Um, I wrote here that Nemesis has a freaking flamethrower. Did he have that in the original? He had weapons. I don't know that he had a flamethrower. He may have just had like his... like. I thought he had like a Gatling gun or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said he has incredible healing abilities. His appendages attack from a distance with these weird like worm arm things. And defeating him is, quote, virtually impossible. Uh, this trailer looks so freaking crazy. This this terrifies me. Cause what if you did give Mister X a freaking flamethrower? You know? Yeah. Um. Also, Carlos kind of sounded. If for a second I was like, is that Keanu Reeves doing his voice? Cause something about what he was talking was like, whoa. The other guy, not Carlos, but the other guy that's talking. I don't know if that's Nikolai or. I think it was Nikolai. Yeah. His voice sounded really familiar. Yeah. I was watching it at work, so I'm like, ah, I kind of want to look it up, but I had other stuff to do, and yeah. I kind of want to go back and see. But his voice sounded very familiar. Um, what do you think? I can't wait for this game, for sure. Uh, I, I have no real reason to think this, but I still just don't think it's going to be as good as 2. Um. I'm glad that they're saying whatever it means that this is more of a remix to the original game because like I said, even though I don't remember what it was exactly, there's something about three that never really, it just always seemed a little odd. Okay. Um, so I'm hoping whatever that was, I hope they fixed it. Yeah. Um, Nemesis. And I He's, may change my tune when I play the game. I can't imagine he's more terrifying than Mr. X. He seems kind of It's almost like the fact... Yeah, like something about him having guns makes it less terrifying. I'm sure he's more of a pain to deal with, but it's less Mr. X was like... It's almost like it's less personal. Like Mr. X is in your face and coming at you. Like Nemesis could be like across the thing, like... Or shoot his snake arm out or whatever. That's not scary to me. He's terrifying to look at, but I can't imagine it's going to be more. Now, granted, he still will do stuff like he'll just burst through a wall. Like there, this game will be full of jump scares, I'm sure. But to me, I don't see how Nemesis could be any more scary than Mister X or Birkin, for that matter. Oh yeah. So I don't know. I can't wait for this game. I'm so glad they're doing it. I just. It's more of a testament to two than anything. I just can't imagine how this could be as good as two. Yeah. I mean, like I said, when we did our game of the year talk last week, oh, by the way, if you watch that whole thing, thank you so much for hanging in there for two and a half hours. Resident Evil 2 is my favorite Resident Evil game for sure right now. And I, I don't know that this can be as good. I've no, I've never even picked up the controller with RE3. Just same with RE2. I don't think I ever played it. Not even for a second, but it was like something about RE2 was always familiar with me just because it was, it's very much, it's it a carbon Leon copy of one Claire and, and like, and I know Jill was in one, I get that, but like, 
I don't know. There's something about just playing as Leon that I love, probably because of four. So getting knowing that he was there in two, and because it was the first of these remakes, I, you know what I mean? It's like it's not like this has lost its luster or anything like that. But I don't know. I, I cannot wait to play it. Um, I also think three would maybe some people like this. I don't know. Um, I also just could be wrong and misremembering it. I don't think of three. Like one and two both had just big kind of like hubs. Like one, you had the mansion, you had the the guest house, and you had like the underground caves, which became like the lab or whatever. Two, obviously you have the police station to include like the parking garage and stuff. And then you have like the lab. And that's kind of it. Three... You are in the police station, but I think it's way shorter than two. Like, it's, in my mind, it's almost the equivalent of, like, the guest house or whatever you want to call it from Resident Evil 1. Like, it's almost like a mini area. Yeah. Uh, And like I said, one of the other podcasts we were talking about, I want to say at some point you're in, like, a hospital. But I feel like this game takes place more in, like, streets. That's what it's it not, seems it's like not open world by yeah. any means, but it's like you just go in, maybe you go into like a gas station temporarily or you go into like this building and you go into that building. But it's, I don't think of, I don't think there's like these big like hub type areas in this game. And maybe some people like it, maybe some people don't. To me, I don't just because it's, that's not how I think of Resident Evil. I think of Resident Evil as the mansion, the police station, whatever. So, I don't know. I'm not down on this game by any means. I just don't think it's going to be as good as 2. And maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised, but 2 is basically perfect. So even if this is a 9 out of 10, not to say I'll be disappointed by it, but yeah, it will fall short of 2. So we'll see. I, I can't wait for it, but I'm curious to see how it all plays out yeah i'm excited i'm also excited to play the re4 remake in a couple years because i just can't wait that's gonna be awesome uh next up there will be no (laughs) series x exclusives for now or xbox or the xbox or whatever the hell they're calling it this comes from kotaku First party Xbox Series X games won't be exclusive for at least the first year or two if a new interview with the head of Xbox Game Studios is to believe to be believed. Speaking to the website MCV UK, U- Xbox's Matt Booty confirmed what many have been assuming. The Microsoft games will be both forward and no Siri, dang it, and backward compatible. Quote, as our content comes out over the next year, two years, all of our games sort of like PC I see you. I see you. <laughs> Don't do it with the GU. Uh, <laughs> oh, you can see it live. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll play up and down that family of devices, Booty told the site. We want to make sure that if someone invests in Xbox between now and Series X, that they feel they have made a good investment and we're committed to them with content. End quote. Microsoft had previously said at least one Xbox Series X launch title, Halo Infinite, I see you <laughs> would be coming to the current generation Xbox one as well. Oh, God. This is a big departure from how new console launches launches have tended to work in the past with the jello. <laughs> uh, 
when the Xbox One came out in 2013, first party public don't I see you. <laughs> First-party published games like Forza Motorsport 5 and Rise, Son of Rome, didn't come to Xbox 360. The idea being that people who wanted to play the latest Microsoft games needed the latest Microsoft console. By moving away from that trend for the Series X, Microsoft is treating its next-gen hardware more like smartphones and PCs. Instead of major platform jumps every 5 to 10 years, hardware releases are more incremental, with games being both backward and forward compatible, at least for a little while. That's good news for anyone who. My God! Oh my God! Scared the crap out of That's what you get. From oh, because you said Series X. Oh, and I heard Siri. It's good news for anyone who can't afford to upgrade to the newest console right away. Even if some third-party publishers release games exclusively on next-gen hardware, between new Xbox Game Studio games and Game Pass, even people who currently own launch Xbox Ones won't be immediately left behind. What do you think about this? I think this is weird. I think this is... I don't think there... I think it's... If you're going to have a Series X, I think this is the right move. It would be stupid. If you... I don't know. I, I still think it's weird that they have this. This early. Like, from day one, they're going to have two different levels of hardware available. I think they would be stupid. I think it's A, a stupid move already. B, they would have been even more stupid if they did have exclusives on the Series X. Uh, I, so I don't know. It, it honestly never crossed my mind. I never thought that but they like, would have. I'm, I'm kind of... But like when Horizon 2 comes out, you're not going to get it on PS4. It's going to be a PS5 only game because they want you to get the new hardware. You know what I mean? Right. But like... And it's I, I get it with like third party titles like the new Assassin's Creed will be on the four and the five because they're that's that's how that's what happens when these new consoles come out. It's just I I just wonder, like, are they making two separate games of Halo Infinite, or are they making Halo Infinite for the one right, X Halo and then just on like upresing it for the Series X? I yeah. just feel like the people that do get the Series X are going to be like, well, what the hell. You know, like I just, and you're always going to wonder, like, are we getting the best possible game we could have? Because right, they had to make it in such a way that you could still, it could still work on the previous gen consoles. Yeah. That's why, like, as amazing and it just as crazy that as GTA Five was. Imagine if that was this gen only. Imagine if it didn't exist on like PS3 and was. I'm guessing it was on 360. Yeah. Could they have done more? I mean, I don't know what more there is to do with it, but yeah. like you got to figure some. They probably cut some corners so yeah. that they could still put it on the previous gen. So I, I don't know. I, I think it's a weird move. It's but. so weird because, like, okay, so you've got more reportedly, you've got more teraflops than the PS5 is going to have. Okay, but if you're still designing your games to run on the old hardware, then who freaking cares? Like, it's almost like it, yeah. it, to me. It's almost like they have to build it for the Xbox One X and then have a Series X patch, you know? And, like, hopefully you only download the patch if you're on the Series X so you don't bog down your hard drive on the old machine. I don't know. It's like you you lost this generation so badly. Why wouldn't you want people to get the new hardware? But it's kind of, I, I guess I get it because they've... It seems like they don't care. Like, they don't care if you get Game Pass on PC or Xbox. 
all their first party games are going to come to PC as well as Xbox. Like they just want you in their ecosystem. But then like why even make a new why even make a new box then? Yeah. I don't know. It's just I don't know. It's confusing to me. But PlayStation 5, they did come out after this and they said we will have exclusives. Our first party games will be exclusive to the PS5. Next up, and this is a weird one. This is the last item on the news list. There could be a new Star Wars game coming, and it could be kicking off a new trilogy of movies. This comes from VG247, one of my favorite sites. <laughs> it looks like our first look at Star Wars' next chapter will be through a video game. One of the biggest questions facing Disney's Star Wars after the end of the Skywalker saga has been where the series goes next. No one is clear on where the next set of films on whether the next set of films will travel to the past, future, or to unexplored regions of the galaxy, just that it won't involve Skywalkers. According to Making Star Wars, a blog with a fairly decent track record when it comes to leaks, the next era of Star Wars will take place four hundred years before the Skywalker saga saga Oh god, now I don't know how to say that word. Saga in a time dubbed the High Republic. Although specific details are obviously still unknown, the report says the new era's overall story will be made up of interconnected pieces in different forms of media, including the next set of films. Disney is referring to it as Project Luminous. <clears throat> Where this gets interesting is a different report from Zero.hu with information making Star Wars says lines up with what it had independently heard. According to Zero.hu, the first item on the list of Project Luminous's cross-media releases is a game. No specific details about the game, such as genre or who could be making it, were shared, but the site says it will be available in 2021 to kick off the new era. It's also not clear if this is some sort of tie-in game on mobile or a fully-fledged console title on the level of Fallen Order. They go on to say that Disney wants to adopt the MCU's model of independent but ultimately connected movies. <sighs> Project Luminous is said to be the core upon which the new films, comics, and supposed game will all be built. Luminous will officially be revealed, likely under a different name, this year, followed by the game's release in 2021 and the first film of the new saga in 2022. Not every... Like, do you realize how incredible it was that the MCU was able to do what the MCU did? Like, you can't just... DC proved yeah. it. You can't just copy that. And it's not just because Disney owns Marvel that they can do it with Star Wars. Are you going to put Kevin Feige in charge of this? Like, he's the reason all this works. Right. Again, along with great characters and casting and scripts and directors, I get all that, but, like, they couldn't even just do a trilogy of Star Wars movies without screwing it up and having three different, well, two different visions. Well, but that's the other thing is Marvel, the fact that Marvel did it is unbelievable. They had the advantage of having a set of characters that most people mm -hmm. know already dc couldn't pull it off with that same probably i mean more people know batman superman wonder woman than know yeah. captain america and thor and whatever dc couldn't pull it off nope now just because you call it star wars if this is totally separate from what everybody already knows about Star Wars. You can just say, oh, it's set in space. Okay. But it's not going to have anything to do with any of the characters we already know. Like, that's going to be a tough feat to really get people that invested in it. 
I I don't know. I have very very low hopes for this. I I've listened to more people talk about Skywalker, and I think I do need to go see it again. I think unlike most movies where the further I get away from it, the more angry about it I am. Like the plot makes no sense. So many things in it don't make sense, but it's like I, the further I get away from it, I'm like, well, but I did, it was still fun. And, st- and of course it makes no sense, but what else could they do? And I think it's, but it was fun. Yeah. Last Jedi was not fun. No. Um, but like, I, I just have no confidence in them pulling this off. Like you said, no. with brand new characters, not connected to the Skywalkers at all. You know, we've had nine movies about the Skywalkers. We had Rogue One that worked because it was a story that was like, how in the blue hell did they get these plans? And they showed you, and it was awesome. And it was mostly new characters that we hadn't seen before, but it was still connected to that universe. And Solo was fine because it was obviously connected to that universe. I just don't know how you're just like, yeah, it's like, why even call it Star Wars? So if, right. if and if they're going to get away from the Skywalkers, that means that has to mean I would think they're getting away from the Jedi completely. So if you're not doing the cool laser swords anymore, like I just, I don't know. I don't know. I think Star Wars needs to just chill. Do like the Mandalorian was awesome. Give us more of that. Like, I don't, you don't have to just try to make the MCU of Star Wars. Like that's not, yeah. that's not going to work. And to kick it off with the game, it's kind of cool what they're talking about that it all kind of ties in. But then, like, in a way, it's also not because, like, if you want to know what's going on in the movies, you got to play the game. But what about people that just like Star Wars and don't own yeah. a PlayStation or an Xbox? Like, or if I if you don't read comics, like if there's if you're talking about comics in there too, like I, I don't know. They're they're getting way too way too big for their britches, like you said about yep. Bloodborne. But that's it for the news of the week. Now, Sean, it is time for the wrap up. Final Fantasy VII Remake has been delayed one month to April 10th, and the Avengers game has been delayed to September 4th. Uh, So now Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out a week after RE3 and a week before Cyberpunk. Luckily for me, Cyberpunk, as of now, is a skip. Yeah, I don't care. So, And I think Resident Evil 3, if it's not two stories with multiple endings, I can beat it in a week. I'm going to want to beat it in a week anyways. I'm hoping I'm not going to want to even put that game down. I can't imagine it's more than 15 hours. I would be shocked, yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably enough time to get through three. Um, And then Final Fantasy comes, and that's probably going to keep me occupied for a while. And by the time I'm done with Final Fantasy... Last of Us will be out. Yeah, well... Late May. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm done, yeah, I may not even be done with it by then, but... Yeah, I don't know. I'm fine with it. Like everybody on Twitter was saying, like we've waited this long. Yeah, like, this just, game's been just in get development it, like get it right. forever. Just, just take another month. I yeah. don't. I don't care. Just do it right. Also, hurry up with part two, please. God, I hope that game is really far along, but I doubt that it is. And Avengers, of all the games that desperately needed to delay, <laughs> thank God this got delayed. Yeah. Like when was it supposed to be out? May. Oh, so they delayed that quite a bit. Yeah, four months, which is good. It clearly needs at least that much. Like I want to want that game, but as of now, everything there's, I'm like, no, I'm I'm good. Yeah, and I don't even mean just fixing the character designs. The actual way that it seems like they're building that game doesn't interest me. But I want it to. I want to want that game. Uh, there's still no news. Also, the, the stupid Arkham account 
they keep tweeting out stuff. Obviously, you're making Arkham Legacy or whatever, or Arkham or Oranges, like Sean called it. Um, <laughs> like, stop. It's getting to the point now where it's really just starting. It's really, I mean, it's been pissing people off for a while, but now it's really pissing people off. Yeah. It's not even like, like now you're hyping this thing up to like, and it's not even, it's, this is it still isn't even what Rocksteady's working on. This is WB Montreal. Yeah. Like, what it, what what are you doing other than pissing everybody off? Whatever. Uh, also, there's still no news on the Final Fantasy demo that apparently is coming, but the rumors are saying it's going to le- release the same time as the full game. Which, I'm, I mean, I'm getting the game either way. I don't care. It was sad today when I got an e- email from Amazon. It's like, oh, uh, sorry, one of your items' release date has changed. I'm like, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. But yeah, get it right. Polish it up all you want. Shine it up nice and good. I don't even know what that was. Next up, Jim Ryan, Jim Ryan, the CEO of Sony, has teased that the biggest PS5 features have not yet been announced in a Japan interview with, uh, I think it was the Japanese Business Times. So, like, yeah, we've been talking about SSD and load times and all this stuff, but we haven't even told you the coolest things yet. That I like. I like it. I don't know if I believe it. Right. right. <laughs> but it, 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 yeah, he's piqued my interest, but I don't know that I really believe that. Yeah. Uh, 10 million Mario Maker 2 courses have been uploaded. That's crazy. That is insane. Like, the numbers make total sense. But if I didn't actually just stop and think about it, I would have been like, yeah, there's probably like several hundred thousand levels. 10, 10 million. million. Like, uh, that's great. I mean, how many? Uh, do you remember how many this game has sold? That's what I was just trying to think. I think it was somewhere around 4 million. Because, I mean, I've uploaded. Seven or eight. Yeah. What's funny is my most popular level in terms of, not in terms of It was your speed lights, run, right? No. It's my for, for Kevin. Kevin. That's right. I've gotten so many comments on that of just people like, Poor this Kevin. level sucks. Poor Kevin. <laughs> this is such a troll level. Blah, 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 blah. Like, You're like, yo, it's my brother. <laughs> I know it's a troll level. That's why it's for Kevin. It's not for you. Yeah. I think my most liked was Road Rage. I think oh, that was super cool. Yeah. But for Kevin has gotten definitely the most comments and I think it's probably my second or third. In terms I still of haven't tried your Zelda level at this levels. point. I don't, oh, you finished the second one. Yeah. Fire Temple. I told you that. I got Forest oh, Temple and Fire Temple. That was that podcast where. Was, yeah. That podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <Me and Sue. laughs> Are you guys wasted? Uh, also, the upload limit has been raised to 100 courses. That's awesome. Uh, next up, Pokemon had a direct this week, Mr. Pokemon did, where Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX was announced coming out March 6th. It's a remix of the 2006 games that I can't remember their actual names. So there's that. Sword and Shield expansions are coming June and fall 2020 uh, for $30, I believe it was. And Pokemon Home is coming out next month, which is like a cloud, poke- cloud Pokemon storage thing, which I I don't get it. I don't know if it's for Pokemon Go or or Sword and Shield. I don't know. I remember them announcing Pokemon Home at some point. <laughs> Pokemon. But I don't even remember what it is now, so please be excited. And also the Bioshock collection has been rated in Taiwan for release on the Switch. So it looks like if you've never played Bioshock like me, you'll be able to play it on Switch. At some point, I feel like I need to get that just to play the first Bioshock, even though I know what happens. Everybody says that it's like one of the best games ever made. And I'm like, okay, I wonder if it will be, though, even though I already know the twist. Yeah. You know, and I tried Bioshock Infinite when it was free on PS3 a while ago, like years ago. 
on PS Plus, and I was just like, oh, this isn't doing it for me. This just seems like the kind of game that if I really want to play it, I'm not going to get it on Switch. No way. I'd like, get it on PS4, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sean, did you know that I actually have a did you know this week? Wow. Wow. It's been the first time in a while. Been the first, been the time. first time in a while. Sean, did you know that Resident Evil 3 was originally planned to star the masked mercenary Nemesis. Hunk? Nemesis. <laughs> Hunk. In a luxury cruiser trying to locate a G virus sample. During this point, the eventual game was a separate project titled Biohazard Gaiden, not to be confused with the GBC title Resident Evil Gaiden, and designed as a spinoff. Due to an issue with the original project's development time, this Gaiden was changed into the actual sequel and given the name Biohazard 3 Last Escape, while the other project was scrapped. I did not know that. I also didn't know it was called Last Escape. I guess yeah, that's I just what assumed it, it was called. Neminous. Neminous. Um... Also, in Resident Evil 3, there's a teaser poster for Biohazard 4 outside a movie theater near the Grill 13 Diner. Biohazard is the Japanese name for the Resident Evil series. At the time Nemesis was released, Biohazard 4 probably referred to the game that became Devil May Cry rather than Resident Evil 4. Remember me telling you about that? That the project was was scrapped at some point because it was like ghosts and ghouls and it was like super action focused. And they ended up turning it somehow into De- Devil May Cry. And then they started work on the real Resident Evil 4. Wow. That is interesting. It is. Did you nose came back? Nose? <laughs> uh, that's it for episode 166. Thank you guys so much for being here again. You won't see us podcasting for a couple weeks. We will be back. Don't worry. And as you know, you can always find us. As you know. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. Again, I'm not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Sean wants me to say that you can find us at nerd902.com, but I'm going to say you can find us at nerd901.com where we are part of the Nerd901 family. You know, this is going to screw up my doc because I always copy, I make a copy of and I'm going to be like, why is this Nerd902? Where they're connecting nerds around the Mid-South and the multiverse. Also check out youtube.com slash blurred without fear. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at KevinWhite24. He's at RealSeanWhite. Together, we're at two-player underscore co-op. Patreon.com slash two-player co-op. Twitch.tv slash two-player underscore co-op. YouTube.com slash two-player co-op. Like, subscribe again. We're on a push to get to a 1,000 subs this year. I like that I can rotate in this chair. This makes me happy. It's kind of like when we first got the table and we just kept doing this. Yes. This is correct. If you like audio, and I know Sean does, you can find (laughs) us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and other audio services around the multiverse. Also, we have a Facebook page that we do update at Facebook.com slash like, two player co op. 14 views. 12, a week. 13. Like, y'all really were listening to us and checking it out. I am going to start we'll, we'll posting post there. Yeah. It's, it's just going to be whatever's on Twitter, but it's one more thing. I should have been doing it this whole time. Probably. Um, and but, mom shares it. So that's yes, good. Yes, thanks, mom. But she just <laughs> shares the link. She doesn't say anything. I'm like, mom, no one knows like why you're <laughs> talking about a video game podcast. Um, but yeah, and, and if you do listen to us on audio service around the world, make sure you give us those five-star reviews to make Dustin Star proud. Like I said, that's it for 166. Let's play next week versus the week after. We'll be back the week after. Eventually, we'll get back to normal. But until that time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. <laughs>